the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. In fact, I'm getting hungry, getting ready for me to have some roll tacos. And yes, those count as tacos. But you know what I saw on Instagram earlier today? Birria tacos. There's a place down in Linda Vista. I got to go check out because let me tell you, if you have not had birria tacos, oh, it is culinary heaven, 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 heaven. You know what else is culinary heaven? A little thing called DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some sesame broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, like a dungeon dragon, high heat sesame broccolini. I can't remember. AK, were you saying one time that you don't like fish tacos, or do you like fish tacos? You know what? I love me some good old fashioned southern fried catfish. Would I love fried catfish wrapped in a tortilla and eaten? Absolutely. But the stuff that they put out here, these Baja Rubio fish tacos for, covered in like sour cream. I don't like the white stuff. I'm not a cabin. No, 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 no. When it comes to tacos, I want meat in my tacos, child. Meat. <laughs> Carne asada. I want carnita. All right, well, for the, for the record, I'll just go out there and say, because uh, I want to give a shout out to a place that I've known and loved my whole life. Local spot. Um, only a couple places in North County, San Diego, but they before COVID, they raised the prices slightly. But before COVID, for many years, it was the 99 cent fish taco. And it was delicious. Um, shout out to the people of El Pueblo for feeding us North County San Diegans for a long time. But you'd be surprised. Some of these fish tacos, give it a chance. I don't know. Give it another chance. Okay. It's, might, it's really I good. I might give it a chance. You know what? I gave a chance to, and I was not blown away. San Diegans, y'all tell me what you think of the taco stand. There's one uh, in La Jolla. There's one yep. up at Encinitas. The line is always down the block. I went there when the one in La Jolla first opened, and people were like, you know, the – um the Al Pastor, I love Al Pastor. The Al Pastor tacos are so great there. I thought they were good, but it was like, you know, I didn't think, I think the Al Pastor that you buy at the meat counter at Sprouts and take home and cook is way better. I don't know. I just don't understand the obsession with the taco stand. Are you with me? You feel me? Are you? Yeah, like, I think it's overhyped. I mean, their food's, like you said, it's good. It's decent, but it's not spectacular. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. It's not worth the. It's either. not worth the weights. Yeah, it's no, not. Not at all. Or the prices, honestly, opinion. they're they're overpriced. They charge a lot, yeah. and it's not worth it. It'd be different if it was really worth it, but you can find better tacos for cheaper in San Diego. So, Ma- yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. People buying into the hype and see, this is why, you know, for, for somebody like me, you know, I I'm coming from like New Orleans, we're all about the hole in the wall. I don't need, I don't need fancy. I don't need anything bougie. I'm not interested in trendy. I just want it to taste good. Okay. That's what I care about. Um, speaking of food, <laughs> what is it with Democrats trying to bond with his, with like um, minority communities over food? It's always such a cringe, embarrassing moment. I think Kathy, not Kathy, is it? Yeah, that's her name. Kathy Hochul, governor of New York. I guess she gave a state of the union address today and decided that she was going to try to suck up to a certain community there with talking about food. Sesame, if you can play the cringe clip. It's the creative minds that bring song and dance to Broadway and action to our screens. It's the strong backs of our proud manufacturing workers who make products sold around the world. It's the deft hands of the most gifted surgeons fighting cancer and saving lives. It's the strong shoulders of our hardworking farmers cultivating their fields and feeding our people. It's the nurturing spirit of our child care providers and teachers who care for our children. It's the concerned eyes of our health care workers striving to heal the sick and comfort the dying. And it's even the welcoming smile of bodega owners making a bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning. You know... They're good. I've had them. <laughs> I can't listen to any more of this. When did you, at least she didn't say breakfast tacos. <laughs> it's such pandering at its absolute worst. Like this woman's ever been into a bodega and eating a bacon, egg, and cheese or whatever. I mean... Why do you, why do they have to go? Is that not such a stereotype? Is that not the same thing as saying, why did she just say, you know, yeah, I love to go in and see, you know, um, go into soul food restaurants and see the African-Americans eat fried chicken and watermelon. I mean, why did she just say that? Is that not the same thing? <laughs> it's so, isn't it? I mean, come, what's with these people? Can you imagine if Trump or, or Republicans said stuff like this? No, Democrats get a really long leash when it comes to the pandering. It's really annoying. I I don't need this from from politicians i really don't just do your job i mean talk about the border crisis new york is falling apart um yeah she, inch by she's inch. trying talk to about real so issues inspirational. Not, yeah like I, don't try to be some rudy unsung you know underdog hero to, like i what i want is effective leaders who are actually governing so i don't i just spare me i, I i'm so out of patience with this, she's I guess throwing it's all these people but... under the bus. They're throwing all these people she just described there from the school teachers to the healthcare workers to this to that to the bodega people, throwing them all under the bus in a variety of different ways. We all saw a bodega owner get attacked and having to defend himself, killed somebody, and it was and it was him exercising his right of self-defense that was criminalized in the state of New York. You also told me during the break about a story going on right now in New York that has to do with illegal aliens. Yeah, well, apparently yeah, this school, I'm trying to confirm where it is, but apparently some school in New York City, this story broke, thankfully, because some, actually it's a, a mom from James Madison High School helped to break this story. Apparently, they uh, will be shutting down the school for the next couple of days and making their students go remote. 
so they can house at least 2,000, but probably more illegal aliens. Um, wow. it, it's truly ridiculous. American kids have to sacrifice getting an education so that we can subsidize the lives of illegal aliens. It's it's so frustrating. Despicable. Um, it's despicable. It's treason. It's truly, and she's talking yeah, about bacon, egg, and cheeses. Yeah. And she's talking about bacon, egg, and cheeses. It's ridiculous. Crime, corruption, cost of living. New York City is genuinely falling apart, and it's not that difficult to do a compare and contrast. Look at New York City even just 20 years ago, and look at it today. Mm -hmm. It's drugs, crime, homelessness, and like you're saying, tons of violence. And the law-abiding citizens always get punished. I'm not sure if you ever heard that story about the um, some security guard at a parking garage got into an altercation with someone who tried to kill him some criminal who was looking for his next car to steal and it escalated. The criminal had a gun. The security guard turned it back on him. Somehow the security guard gets up or ends up getting arrested. They handcuffed him to something to like his, they handcuffed him, I think in the hospital to his hospital bed. He wakes up, they tell him he's under arrest. He starts crying. That's the first thing. The security guard who's trying to protect property, trying to protect people. He wakes up in handcuffs in the hospital. That is what's happening in New York City. Truly disgusting. I don't even recognize that place anymore, and I don't know what Kathy Hochul is doing. She's no better than than her predecessor, Governor Cuomo. Um, they they are just running that state into the ground. It's another it, it, anything the Democrats touch turns to ruin. That's that's what's going yeah. on. It's their policies. It's their thinking, and it's the fact that they would, they would rather pander than take honest questions about real issues or even try to fix those issues. You're sitting here wasting taxpayer dime so you can try to inspire us with some, it's just such a fantastic waste of time and resources all while, of course, the city is, is crumbling. It's, and what do you do about it? Aside from, I guess, try to get people to vote against her, but the Democrat machine in in New York city is so strong and so powerful. I don't know how people are going to get around it. And the, and, and the, and Democrat voters are so stupid. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they really mm-hmm. are. It's like here in California, we couldn't even get, get couldn't even get Gavin Newsom recalled. That's and it's in part because, in large part, because of the illegal aliens coming here, who with uh, flooding across our border, uh, having kids, uh, family reunification plans. Oh, they're here. We got to bring their families here, and you know, and then over time, uh, it's replacement. We've seen the great replacement theory in action. This is why we're a permanent Democrat state here in California. Because we have been replaced. We've been replaced by voters who are either limousine liberals that benefit from, um, like, the entertainment industry or big tech that benefits from, or, or attorneys or people in the Wall Street industry who all benefit from the Democrat policies, they're on the take, or it's those on the entitlement side of things. Or, and and then we also just have, we all just have, you know, the low information voters who don't take the time to understand what's going on or connect the dots and buy into the notion that, well, you know, it's like Mark Levin talked about in his book, Liberty and Tyranny, you know, the Democrats' excuses, well, we just didn't go, yeah, our policies you know, are like right now with Bidenomics, uh, we just haven't gone far enough. We've just got to completely destroy the, the oil and gas industry and get you at riding bikes everywhere. And then you won't have to pay anymore. You know, I have to worry about uh, the inability to fill up your gas tank. 
But we're at the point now with this open border and millions of illegals coming here and these Democrat to where, I mean, the whole nation is about to be replaced and the Democrats not aren't even hiding it and that that's their game plan. And these governors and mayors are complaining about dealing with the illegals, but they're not demanding that they be deported. They're just demanding federal tax dollars be given to them to support them. Or you would hear Hochul today screaming and crying and yelling for the fact that kids are going to have to be sent home, but they don't care about kids being sent home for illegals any more than they cared about kids um, being destroyed, locked in homes all day long over a virus that was never going to affect them in any way. So it's despicable. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. I want to talk about doctor-assisted or medical-assisted suicide Uh, because this is a growing trend in this country. And it's something that I don't really see conservatives talking about. There was a story I saw today on this topic. So I want to talk to you guys about it and get your take on it. So don't go away. We're going to talk about that next. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Um, I want to I want to have a convo about a topic that you may see as really cut and dried. You may see as simple. Um, there was a story today that um, Vermont is now one of the states that provides or offers um, medical-assisted suicide. And the number of people doing that now has pretty much exploded in the state of Vermont, as well as the other states where it is uh, available. For a while, it's called uh, Vermont's suicide tourism industry. And just the term alone is just disturbing to me. Uh, The number of people using assisted suicide in the state of Vermont has quadrupled in recent years. There have been 203 cases uh, since the in Vermont of assisted suicide in the state since they first legalized it. Uh, Last week, uh, a gal named Linda Bluestein had uh, who had pushed for the state to expand their law to non-residents died by uh, a lethal medication after suffering from cancer Um, I I mean, I, I first started thinking about this when I heard of a young gal who had brain cancer and she did not live in Oregon. And at the time, only residents of Oregon could, um, use the services of doctor assisted or medical assisted suicide. And so she scheduled her suicide and she and her husband moved to Oregon and on the day that she had on the calendar, she committed suicide. And it just, it, the stories just haunted me because, and for a couple of reasons, um, the way it works, by the way, in most of the states is that you have to um, be, the prognosis has to be that you're going to die within six months, but you have to also um, be of sound mind when you state that you want to do this and you have to take the drugs yourself 
they can't give them to you. Um, so, you know, that, so the idea is that, you know, you, you're doing this of your own volition. This isn't something that somebody's doing to you. Of course, the naysayers are saying that this is clearly something that could be pressured, uh, that somebody could be pressured to do this. Um, I, I feel like when I, when I, one of the things that fascinated me about this young gal in the Oregon story was that at the interview that I saw her when she's planning this, it's like you're looking at somebody that looked like she hadn't been sick a day in her life, but she wanted to avoid, um, she wanted to avoid the pain and the agony that comes um, with the death that she was facing of the brain tumor. And she said that when she did the interview, that you just didn't get to see some of the effects that were already taking place at that time. Now, of course, when she planned it, it was m way more than six months uh, in advance, but she knew that uh, the laws of Oregon and moved to Oregon uh, nine months in advance and then obviously pr proceeded with the processing once she got there. Um, in, in Scandinavia, they have um, entire practices uh, and clinics and organizations. This is a big thing over in Scandinavia. In fact, they have these big um, uh, last day things that they do to where almost like um, make a wish to where, you know, they'll take them on, on gurneys to go watch a play. Maybe somebody's last thing is a dinner and it's just, and, and they, they consider it compassion, but I don't know. Uh, to me, if you're, I'm torn on this because I, if somebody knows that there is no way that they're going to make it and they're in excruciating pain and they just want to go ahead and be with the Lord, although I, I don't know that any of these people doing this are Christians, I, I, I can understand. I've never experienced it, but I, I, so I can't empathize, but I can sympathize with the notion of somebody just being in excruciating pain and wanting to end it. But I still, I still feel as though it's playing God and it's wrong. I want to hear from you guys and what you think about it. AndreaKasia.com, AndreaKasia.com. Have you had family member in this situation? Have you watched somebody suffer and you think that this is, it should be available to them? I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that this is, this is encouraging and enabling a culture of death and devaluing life in this country? Uh, as as well as the fact that it feeds the notion that seniors, you know, I already know of somebody that's not being given, uh, you know, treatments because they think she's too old. Where do you guys stand on this? Email me, AndreaKayshow.com. Sesame, your thoughts. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting conversation. Um, I, I, I can empathize in all sorts of ways. I, it's been, gosh, it's, it's been a couple of years since my father passed. Uh, I remember I was about to grad. I mean, I was a week away from walking, um, as a, you know, as a college graduate and stage four kidney cancer. Um, it was, it was brutal. Uh, <clears throat> it spread to his skin. It spread to his lungs. It spread to his brain. Um, he was quickly on a breathing machine. Uh, he was too weak to walk too weak to eat. Um, I was his primary caretaker, but my whole family stepped up. And I remember my dad would tell me all sorts of things like the pain is so unbearable. I just want to go. I don't want to be here anymore. Um, and it was, it was a very, very difficult thing to hear from my father. I mean, I was 24. Um, 
So I can empathize with, with that situation where you know someone is in so much pain, it makes you, it keeps you up at night. You can't see straight, you can't think straight. It, it, just knowing that someone you love is in that kind of pain, um, it's heartbreaking. So I, I do empathize with the fact that people even want to have this kind of conversation. Um, ultimately, I, I feel like we should let things run their natural course. My mindset was that I wanted every single possible moment very selfishly with my father until he passed even if he wasn't coherent, even if he didn't know who I was, um, which at some point was the case. At least that's what it felt like. And that was really hard. Um, so I, I, I understand where people are coming from. But ultimately, I, I just think that life is too precious, even when it's painful. Um, and I, I do think you border on playing God. And I think that mm-hmm. I know that God has a plan for everybody and every one of his children. And He's not going to let us fall. I, life will be hard, painful. Look what happened to God's son. He was crucified. Suffering is a part mm-hmm. of life. It is. Um, yeah. So I, I just I, I feel strongly that we, we should let time and nature and ultimately God run his course and, you know, do his will here on earth and, and see to it, even if, it's, even if it's difficult. But I do understand where people are coming from because for basically two years straight, all I could imagine was the moment where my dad finally died. And then I was in the room with him when he took his last breath and his face went white. It was just me and and a nurse in a hospice house in Carlsbad. Shout out to that hospice house, by the way, the Pacific House. They're really, really, really good people. And they care a lot for their patients. Um, And they did a whole lot for us, for me and my family. So, I don't know. It's a tough conversation. I get it. I've been there. Um, It is. You know. Uh, um, I, I feel like the government should not be involved in any way. Yeah. If you want to take your life, you have the means to take your life. The government needs to, and, and, uh, and then it's between you and God. The government should never be involved in suicide in any way, shape, or form. In our medical community, in my opinion, because we all know, and I'm not going to give anybody any ideas on how to do it, because I don't, I, I don't believe in that. I don't want that on my heart and on my conscience. I'm not sitting here tell, suggesting anybody do anything. I think it's. I think when we see the rise of this, where it's even being called suicide tourism, um, you know, we've got a mental health crisis in this country. Um, we, you know, um, we're feeding it with with legalizing and normalizing and encouraging drug use, um, which is exacerbating the mental health crisis that we've got in this country. Um, in Scandinavia, this has gone beyond and it's always, it always expands. What now is available to people within six months of dying because of a terminal illness and you don't take it, you know, you have to take it yourself and, you know, they don't give it to you. You know, we now have, um, we now have teenagers and people just saying, you know what, I've been struggling with depression and I just, I just want to go. Will you make it easy for me? So I, I, that's one of the reasons why I don't think government should ever be involved. And our medical and, and our medical community, our medical industry has gone completely corrupt. I don't believe that, uh, that uh, you know, um, that this is a part of the Hippocratic Oath. I understand that there are times when somebody is on life support. And there are times when doctors... Or, or I, I, how do I say this? I'm aware that there are times where doctors do assist in suicide quietly without people knowing in hospitals. I think it happens 
more frequently than we than we than we know or are willing to admit as a society. But um, I don't think that, but I don't trust our medical community anymore. When we have the AMA and we have the Pediatric Association on board with the mutilate, uh, first of all, the AMA going along with these protocols, denying treatments that were working on Americans and going along with forcing shots on people that were poisonous. I don't trust the AMA and our medical association, medical industry anymore. When we have med schools now teaching that that gender is a choice. When we have the pediatric association uh, uh, actually saying that uh, there is such a thing as gender affirming care and that it's not mutilating children. I don't want our medical association involved in, in our lives and deciding suicide because I can see where this is going down the road as, you know, under communism, them deciding whose life is, is worth living and whose isn't. Like in, was it Iceland or Greenland that bragged that they didn't have any Down syndrome? They had eradicated Down syndrome. No, you didn't eradicate Down syndrome. You didn't, you didn't do any kind of, you know, scientific research and cure anything. No, you just started killing babies with Down syndrome in a womb. So, uh, you know, the the Democrats have too much of a history of genocide and of really, uh, when it comes to like the abortion industry, that was all based upon the idea of getting rid of the black population. So, um, but I, but again, it it can be complicated when you've got it and a difficult decision when you've got family members suffering. So I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. Email me, andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. Dot com. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to switch gears. I just felt that was just on my heart to talk about. Um, and, and by the way, prayers for anybody who is struggling right now with any kind of an illness. Um, we do pray for a quick healing for you and that the Lord provides you comfort and ease your pain. All right, stay tuned. We're going to switch gears and uh, talk about something else when we come back. <laughs> stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Speaking of health, <laughs> I guess this is about health. Um, Courtney Kardashian, Kartrashian. I mean, what do these people, I, I, I was actually surprised to see this person's name because I'm like, do people even pay attention to the Kartrashians anymore? I mean, this is, this is crazy to me. Um, and then I read the headlines and I was like, okay, what? Let's keep this G, but this is in the, um, realm of healthcare. So Courtney Kardashian has launched $40 female parts supplements that claim to control odor. But experts are accusing her of, quote, cashing in on women's insecurities about how their female parts are smelling. lord thank you so much i needed something to make me giggle after that serious topic of people suffering and the lord delivered to me (laughs) 
<laughs> Doctors have accused Kourtney Kardashian of promoting, quote, total pseudoscience by claiming that supplements made from good bacteria, vitamin C, and pineapple extract <laughs> can, quote, promote vaginal health and impact genital odor. Um, I guess she posted this on her Instagram story promoting Lemmy Purr, a vaginal health capsule from her wellness brand, Lemmy. This woman has a wellness brand. She said, I don't know how many babies from, you know, out of wedlock, although at least it, it's this, it, well, with two kids now. Um, I, I mean, wellness, I guess that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with wellness, but I mean, it has to do with mental wellness. Um, I, I, I mean, why would anybody, it, it, I, can't, I can't think of any women that I would trust less with my health, particularly with my lady parts than the Kartrashians, okay? These are women that pretty much put their, their lady parts out for the entire world to see, okay? I'm just not really interested in anything that they're doing with their parts. Would you, for, and $40, $40 for a vag pill that has pineapple in it? Couldn't you just rub a pineapple on yourself? Which I don't, <laughs> which I don't advise, by the way. Um, but the funniest thing is, is that, um, that people are taking her seriously enough, um, that they're actually coming at her on this. I mean, to me, I, I would imagine that nobody would be buying these. So I'm not really sure. She says, this is the first, uh, vaginal health capsule that uses four clinically studied probiotic, like she's in the lab. Like who believes that Courtney Kartrashian is in the lab anywhere? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mickey Karam, a urogynecologist um, in Beverly Hills, told DailyMail.com, it's total pseudoscience. It's ridiculous. There's no good science behind any of this. I think it's not anything that someone should consider. And, and then my favorite part, though, is how she's being accused of um, uh, vag shaming other women. And the comments, by the way, on Twitter are absolutely hilarious. Um, uh, Courtney Kartrashian, I'm not sure why you're having such a problem in this area. <laughs> um, but keep it to yourself, okay? <laughs> you're being awfully silent over there, Sesame Broccolini. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I, uh, I'm torn, you know, I mean, on one hand, there's the free market and I guess there's a market for everything. So, you know, go capitalism. I'm, I'm all about that at the same time though. I mean, well, the thing is, is that we, I mean, when it comes to health, let's get serious here for a minute, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to go and, and not to mention the price tab, but you're going to trust this person for anything related to your body. You, what, your you, body you don't think Courtney Kardashian is a reputable source? Right. Your body's a miraculously designed by the Lord. So much of our body just really self heals on its own. We over treat ourselves too much as it is, whether it's taking antibiotics or all these supplements and all this, instead of just using common sense and just practicing good, you know, uh, um, health practices, whether it has to do with hygiene or whether it has to do with the food that we eat and uh, but it, it, but if you feel like you've got a problem, 
go see somebody who did, you know, I know that I was just criticizing the medical community for how political they've gotten in some ways, but clearly you can go and find yourself, you know, doctors that can help that are, are, are scientifically trained to help you deal with certain things. You know, you're going to go and pay $40 for, to Kim Car- to Car- a Cartrashian to shove something internally into your body. Think people, please. I mean, it's like, it's like this goop thing. You know, I mean, the American people are struggling with Bidenomics and they're going and giving a Gwyneth Paltrow, turning her or like the Honest Company, which was one of the most dishonest brands out there that Jessica Alba put out. There was nothing honest about her company in terms of being free of this or any of that. And they it, and these celebrities, actors, or in the case of the Kardashians, are not even actors. I mean, they're famous for doing nothing. They're turning, they're being turned into billionaires. It's insane. But in this case, this could seriously impact somebody's health. It's dangerous, isn't it? Oh, it, it is dangerous. It is insane. And, and I would, obviously, it's, it's not advisable. And maybe that's not obvious to everybody. I don't know if there are serious customers out there that are interested in something like this. But it's it's just, it's it sounds like a crackpot product coming from someone who's kind of a crackpot. Honestly, it's it's a weird snake oil salesman kind of kind of trick. Yeah. Like, oh, just take this weird <clears throat> mystical pineapple pill or whatever, and all of your problems mystical with with pill. odors down there will. <laughs> and but for me, just the most hilarious part. I mean, most inventions, if not all of them, are inspired by direct experiences of the inventor. <laughs> So I, I do. I am just curious, like what what is going on in your world that yeah, you even girl, thought this is a product, like R and D product girl, development, product managers, like it, you got a whole business team working on this, of grads fresh with their MBAs out of Yale. Like what 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 is going on with the Kartrashians? I I don't know, but yeah. I don't like it. It seems like a shakedown. I really hope totally. nobody is falling for this and actually buying it, um, because it just well, it seems actually- reckless. Yeah, well, they were sued before because they had these, and not over a wellness product, but they were hawking these credit cards, I think, um, that that had r- ridiculous fees or whatever. And, and when, you, when you're a celebrity and you attach your name to it, you have liability mm-hmm. associated with it. And um, I don't, I never promote anything that I don't personally use myself and actually benefit from it. That's just, you know, how I roll. If I tell y'all I love Taco Bell, it's because I eat a Taco Bell. Okay. And I do. Um, But they actually sued and, 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 and lost over a credit card that was scamming people that they put their name to and pretended they used and they were not scammers. I mean, they weren't scammed, but the people that that got this credit card were. So um, they need to be careful. So, all right, we're going to take a break. We come back. No more talking about the car trashians. We've got bigger and more important things to talk about. Uh, Stay with us. And if you miss any part of tonight's Andrea Cage or any part of the show, don't forget you can download it wherever you get your podcast. And email me, andreacayshow.com, andreacayshow.com. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. All right, I, I guess I've been remiss and not talking about this Alaskan Airlines flight that was absolutely horrifying. 
um, a chunk of the plane gets ripped off and it's amazing. It's truly a miracle, Sesame Broccolini, that people didn't get sucked out of the plane. I mean, like a legit miracle. Um, I think a child's clothes were ripped out and I'm wondering if, if, um, if, if he's lucky that he wasn't ripped out with it, like, were they the clothes off come sucked off of a child's body? I never got an answer there. Of course, Boeing grounded, um, this type of airplane and then, um, uh, was it United airlines discovered that they had bolts missing on one of their planes? Um, did you hear that? I did hear that actually. Um, that was terrifying. I mean, I, I'm yeah. getting really nervous about flying at this point. That, that's yeah. terrifying. There are people, yeah, because now we've got, they do an inspection and they're like, oh yeah, on this same type of aircraft, we're seeing some bolts that are missing in this same area. And there are people today that are like, see, I've always been scared to fly. And I kind of hate the fact that I've been proven right. Um, I've never been scared to fly, but now I'm a little nervous about it, especially so now that we find out that the black box recorder, this according to the New York Post, the black box recorder from the Alaskan Airlines flight has been completely erased. I have never in my life heard of a black box that didn't have the information on it. Whether we are talking, I, I think maybe 9-11. Did, no, didn't we even recover the black boxes for 9-11? I don't actually remember. I don't. Yeah, you're right. We'll have to look huh. into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure um, out. But usually when, when uh, that's, you know, my memory is, you know, they recover the black boxes. They either didn't recover the black boxes. They did. Let me say it this way about 9-11. If they recovered the black boxes, they were not erased. I'm just not sure if they recovered the black boxes. Um, I know that when they've recovered other black boxes, from planes that have crashed over the ocean, they weren't erased. This is the first time in my memory that a black box has been completely erased and we have nothing. How convenient. And this could be completely legit, but when we're dealing with an administration, a regime, and by the way, Buttigieg is the head of our transportation administration, um, does that give you a sense of confidence? This is a regime whose national, uh, whose uh, secretary of defense went into the intensive care with prostate cancer and didn't tell anybody this. I mean, the, the, the level of incompetence combined with um, uh, of lies and cover-ups as well as ill intentions has me wondering and really concerned of what the situation is. Your thoughts. Yeah, it's it's I, and I, I don't know if this factors in at all, but it does kind of remind me of the fact that we've had some other plane related incidents, even in the military, actually, with some devastating crashes. And the people that are running these these airlines don't necessarily seem to be picked because they know a whole lot about planes or how they work. It seems like the DEI hiring mindset has resulted. And this is just my opinion. I don't know if this is necessarily the case, but it seems like a lot of these giant even just manufacturers or airlines are now being run by people who are there because, well, frankly, diversity hires. And that that is scary because in that world, so many, I, I just, I feel like so many of these problems slipping through the cracks, that's what it goes back to. I, I, I don't, I have a sneaking suspicion that, that that is certainly a part of it is who we're, who we're hiring and who's qualified and who's actually running these, these planes. Cause it, this just seems like such a basic, I mean, just missing bolts and parts and, leading to catastrophic or at least near tragedies, near misses, right? I mean, thank God 
Um, so I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it's it's concerning. And I, I do wonder. I mean, is is this like well, a new is this a new normal or is this just an isolated right. one off? Like I, that's what I'm really right. wondering well, about. Yeah. I mean, we've got two issues that concern me here. We've got the issue of the, the planes themselves and their safety. Now, and we've got the issue of the people overseeing it, the, this industry and supposedly in charge mm-hmm. of protecting us. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I believe them when they say, oh, it was accidentally erased because their story is, is these boxes only record the first two hours incoming and outgoing mm-hmm. unless you do something um, then, then it starts over again and starts recording. Well, first of all, why would that make sense to do that? And number two, um, I'm not sure I believe that because I don't believe anything that comes out of this administration. That's the thing is it, it, at some point, just there've been so many lies and so many missteps and so many cover-ups. I just don't believe a word of it anymore. I really don't. Right. I'm just, this is the administration that still hasn't gone to, uh, Biden still hasn't gone to East Palestine, Ohio. We know that the cure there in terms of burning off the chemicals just unleashed even more chemicals into the atmosphere. And that cure was, was worse than the, than the, you know, um, the illness. So, uh, and, and Buttigieg, like I said, I mean, he had been mayor of upper butt crack, Indiana, and then he's put in charge of our transportation. Yeah. And remember under him, how many times have we had, entire airlines being grounded without explanation for long periods of time and all kinds of crazy weird things have gone on since he took over as transportation secretary. And while he's on vacation, let's not forget how how much vacation time this guy takes while all of these flights, busiest travel season, safety concerns, travel concerns up the wazoo. This guy's taking Instagram pictures with his husband or whatever, just gallivanting mm-hmm. around all over the world yeah. without a care in the world. Like nothing's going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's maddening. It really is. But, it's the maddening. Adults, but the adults are back in charge. Oh <laughs> yeah. How Orwellian does that sound when everything's crumbling around you? The adults are Literally back in charge. Crumbling. The adults it's, it's nuts. How could you know? And, and then getting back to something we talked about earlier in the show, how in the world could anybody vote for Democrat? Help me to understand how you could be looking around at what's going on in the world and go, yeah, I want more of that. Let me keep voting Democrat. Well, Democrats live in a world where they would give $40 for a pill pimped by Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> the mystical pineapple pill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's crazy. But at least we can laugh, right? At least we can laugh about it. All right, tomorrow night's hump day. We're going to be back with all the latest uh, on uh, tomorrow night's. Oh, by the way, um, I, I, I don't have time to get into it, but I, I want to talk tomorrow be, uh, about something Vivek Ramaswamy said today. Uh, do we have time to get into that, Sesame Brooklyn? How much time do we have left? No, we're out of time. We're out of time. All right, well, he said something today on the campaign trail that I thought was really chilling and I think we might have to talk about that on tomorrow night's Andrea K show. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. I love you all. Peace out. Keep your head on a swivel. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.